When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America episode uh, teen, because we don't know when this is coming out. Yeah. Something in the teens. Happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Happy Chinese New Year. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm uh, Michael Kaplan, Mordechai Yitzchak. Hey, there we go. And uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at Turner, at Turner B. Sparks. You can find Kaplan at M.I. Kaplan 11. 11 is four. 11 is for my grandfather, Hyman Miller. Ooh. Basketball, his basketball jersey at William Patterson College back in the heyday of... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so your grandfather was a college basketball player? He was a college basketball player. At what happened Patterson. to you? Well, I think this it's just been harder. I, I'm not saying I, he's probably was better at basketball than me, but I'm not, he probably wasn't that much better. I just feel like it's gotten harder to play college basketball. You're right. Yeah, if you watch those old videos, it's like he from like the 50s, hand, yeah. like anybody could play basketball. No, yeah. uh, he was good. And, and my, and my grandfather's like... brother played professional. He played for the St. Louis Cardinals. And he played also, he was like the original Bo Jackson. He also played for some, <laughs> before the NBA, it was another league. And he played for like the Rochester pro team. And then in a big scandal, after he was done playing, because he wasn't making any money, he went to dental school. And he played, <laughs> he like somehow changed his name or something. And he played for the basketball team. And the, the NCAA didn't get a, so he'd already played professional ball. And then he went back to college and played again. What? Yeah, that's it. The NCAA. They, that's they're gonna re, they're gonna come back and take away those wins from the Rochester Vacate Dental his School or wherever it was. Nice. Vacated wins. Are, banners take, are coming down. Take down the banners. <laughs> so yeah. But it does seem like in the old ben days Miller. you could do that. You like basically to be a professional athlete, all you had to do is like get a hit in baseball every once in a while, and mostly just like drink with the boys. Yeah. No, my girlfriend used to say just he used to move a lot. Like just cut. He's like I, he used to yell at me when I would play, come watch my basketball games. Cut and move. He'd be like I don't move enough without the ball. He's like, just move out the ball, score. Like, That's what he used to do. I said. Right, true. But I saw a box score once, and he was like the leading scorer in a game, and he scored like 12 points, and the game went up. It was like up to, because th- there was no, that was like when there was no shot clock. Well, obviously there's no shot clock in high school. Oh, yeah. It was like you would jump it up after every tip, after every basket. And so you'd hold it for like half the game. Yeah. A lot of holding and moving and. So, anyway. all right, wait, this is our Chinese New Year's episode. We right, got and Misha- it's also our and big news. Oh, go ahead. Wait, sorry. we got Misha Han on, a comedian, fantastic comedian from New York City. He's coming on later. We're going to talk about Chinese New Year. But yes. before that... Well, it's exciting. It's our first It's our first podcast since President Emperor Trump has taken over. Uh, America yeah. is already great again. All hail our overlord. And I was thinking the biggest development in all this, which I know everyone's been thinking about, by the way, this is happening in advance. So if something happens <laughs> insane on the day of his inauguration. Well, you'll just edit this out. We'll edit this out. We'll figure it out. We'll do an emergency. This is pop. live. We're coming to you live. If he Trump starts, is our president. Things are going great. If he's Nothing's like, been blown up yet. Once he's about to accept it, if Beyonce just starts singing and like the crowd, I don't know. Whatever. If something happens. Well, we're going to go in the assumption nothing happens. Major. Uh, okay. Let's do an emergency pod. Yeah. But, uh. Down in Disney World, something major is happening. What's happening? They are they have unveiled. There's a ride in Magic Kingdom called the Hall of Presidents. It's not a ride; it's a show. <laughs> I went to it. I didn't get to this during our Disney World episode, but I took my son to it. And there's an uh, it's a Hall of Presidents, and they have every single president. It's like a robotic president, 
and, and they do a whole history of America, and they have highlights. So George Washington speaks to the crowd. Okay. And Abraham Lincoln speaks to the crowd, and uh, Teddy Roosevelt speaks to the crowd, and FDR speaks to the crowd. And then they just sort of like fast forward through history. I think Kennedy might speak. And then all of a sudden, it's Obama because he's the current president. Or when I was there. So what you're saying is... So they do a State of the Union. and or It's not State of the Union, but it's like they take a bit from one of his speeches. And he speaks, and it's a very powerful moment. It's like really uplifting, and it's very patriotic. And there's a little sign on the brochure that says, the ride will be closed in uh, early January because they need to add the new next president to the ride. Oh my gosh. So... I really have to get back to Disney World because I can. Everyone has to wait. Run, to don't see, walk. Like there, I my one instinct is maybe they'll just get rid of the ride. That's one solution, or because they're really gonna have to add Donald Trump. Here, no, here's what the, here's what the ride needs to be. The ride needs to be that bus from the Access Hollywood video, right? With, <laughs> with Billy Bush inside. I got shit And He's just like ah. All the kids, everybody gets on the bus, right? And then I don't know. Uh, you just get a real education. You crash into the side real of like, American education. It. Of the uh, of some I mountain, got or, you know, to grab the pussy ride. <laughs> to grab the pussy ride. Yeah. yeah. So what speech? Like, I, I'm curious to know, like, what thing Donald Trump has said that has been inspirational and and allowed. Like, what can you use for a general audience? I is, think is, what what do you say to Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Like, I need to plan a family trip down Disney World next year just so I could find out the answer to this. <laughs> and I'll end it, but you know, I don't know. Like, what has he said? Has he said anything? I have no... You, you be, mean anything inspirational? I'm really rich. There's got to be something, because they took... I don't know when it was from. I want in Obama's presidency, they took a speech. And really, you can say there's any president. No matter what you think, it needs Bush, to be, after 9-11... I'm sure every single president said something inspirational at some point you could take and use for this kind of ride. I want but what there, is Trump's going to be? I want it to be on the bus. You <laughs> drive by the wall. There needs to be, like, the, the build the wall. Yeah, build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a part it's of it. It's not a ride, by the way. It's a show. But okay. <laughs> well, I want it to be a ride. <laughs> All right. I want there to be a riot somewhere. Maybe it ends in Trump Tower. With him yelling, like, get him out of here. Him and because Kanye you'd be in jail. Something. Ooh, Kanye, yeah. Kanye needs to be involved. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to, this is this is what's the exciting thing. Things are happening down in Disney World. It's good for the economy. People are going to be traveling now. They want to get to Disney World to see the Hall of Presidents. I mean, I guess. So it's good for everything. He's also going to be, probably by now he is, in all of our airports. Right there's a picture of Trump. There's a picture oh, of the right. president there's everywhere. A of the president. When you we come welcome. through customs, back every into the government country. building. Yeah, every government building. My brother Tyler Sparks is now working for He's him. His boss, yes. My brother works in the Hopefully state he department. Hasn't fired him yet? He hasn't fired my brother. Yeah. Well, depends on uh, where he stands on the wall issue, I guess. We. But, um, we don't want to say anything. Your brother, he works for the government. I'm sure he supports the wall. Supports <laughs> I don't know if that's true. But all right, should we get to Lost in America? Let's I get got... to it. Okay. Play the music. Play the freaking music. Here's what I want to talk about, Kaplan. What do you want to talk about? Booze, baby. Oh, all right. Drinking in America. I have something to celebrate. What's that? You're 21. Saturday night. <laughs> of, in December. In the or, past. In the past. Yeah. I got my first, 
like real American hangover. Sorry, Sunday would have been the hangover. I went right. out, I ripped it up Saturday night, I threw one on. And by the way, not to interrupt, but now I know when this was, and I was like texting you because I randomly was at a kid's birthday party a block away from you, and I was like going to come over with the kids. On Sunday, I, you were going to bring your kids yeah, over. You I, I like, didn't realize how hungover you were, I was so I'm like, glad I didn't. Bad time, I went Kaplan. to Trader Joe's instead. Yeah, that's, I didn't. So, Saturday night, I went to see a band play. I went to see the Slackers. They're a great band. Oh, the Slackers. From New York City. From Brooklyn, I believe. Saw them in Brooklyn. And Such a uh, great Brooklyn name for a band. The Slackers. I saw them once in, I don't know, probably in Miami in 2004 and California, but I saw them in their home, baby. Right. So, it was great, but... Had a few drinks before I got there because I was excited. I think we had a drink. We might have recorded a podcast that night. Got to the show, threw vodka down the throat, threw, I think, a little whiskey. Wow. Mixing and matching all over the place. Woke up the next day, crazy hangover. It's now, it's, what is it, Wednesday? I don't know. It's, it's barely going away by now. I think my, uh, some coffee I just had might have done right. it. But here's the thing. I realized it was the first hangover I've had in America because in China, it was every, it was every weekend. Right. Crazy hangovers. Because it's real alcohol here in America. Right. In China, fake booze. Well, what does that mean? It means it's like they take, it's a bottle that looks like it'll be like, oh, Goldschlager. I don't know, that's a bad example, but let's go with, anyway, absolute. And it's not absolute. It's some. It's not absolute. It's that bottle, shit. but they take it in a, those are a whole factory that will produce bottles that look like bottles of absolute vodka, but they're The cheaper. way they have like bootleg movies, like. That's not the actual movie. Yeah, with bootleg the cover. booze. <laughs> bootleg booze. Yeah. Wow, and so like, you might have like three drinks, me, three or four drinks, and you have a hangover like you had 12 drinks. So if you order Grey Goose, it's not, so you might as well order the cheap stuff. Might as well order pay, It's getting the same. Yeah, but here's what, but it, it, it depends on the, um, the bar, because it's up to the bar owner to be like, like they'll come to them and be like, okay, you want to buy the real stuff, you want right. to buy the fake, and the oh, fake's always cheaper. So they don't even have the real stuff. So they're buying the fake. Yeah, so sometimes they'll have it, sometimes they don't. The only thing I finally figured out you could do, because a while I was like, my friend was like, oh no, you got to buy bottled beer, right? Right. So I'm sticking to like Corona, yeah. Budweiser. That? that seems like a lot of work to do what? To fit. They, they can't screw with the bottled beer. That's what I thought. That's what you would think. Right. But you're buying Corona, Budweiser, whatever it is. And then, so that was fine but for a while. there's in it. No, then yeah. it started, it turned out that because they make, anything they make in China, then there's also, even though it's a real factory, there's also the fake factory of what they make in China. So then fake Budweiser, fake Corona but factories, fake Heineken. is the label Heineken. slightly different? Like, no, no, no. It's exactly the same. Right. So you think it's the same thing. So then, the fi- so then like. There's no lawsuits? Or we can't do anything about this? I don't know. I mean, like, look what happened to my business. You can't do anything. It just gets taken. So then um, what they started doing finally was, no, what I started doing was uh, they started importing like Rogue, like Brooklyn Lager, uh, Longboard out of Hawaii. Yingling? All these like. No yingling, yeah. unfortunately. Um, or fortunately, depending on what side of Trump <laughs> you stand on the issue. But uh, uh, um, New Balance shoes, which were fine. But uh, no, but you, so then they started importing that stuff. And then that stuff, you have to stay ahead of the copy game, is right. what I'm saying. So then that's all, by the end, all I was drinking with bottled, imported, like, microbrews. Right. Because they weren't You've selling You've got to be a hipster. Enough, yeah. To, get, to, to even not get a bad hangover. Guinness was getting copied. Wow. You know? Everything. Well, that's so, not a microbrew. That's well known. So, of course. Yeah. But, but I'm sure that, uh, wouldn't the, like, English expats throw a riot over fake Guinness? I mean, I, I can't imagine they would allow that. Irish, maybe. Yeah. Well, everyone loves Guinness. I don't know. So anyway, you get super hangover, and what do you? How do you cure hangover in China? No, What's you just move. You just walk it off, man. Walk it off. Green tea. Do they have bottled water? Like, what do you drink when you're? Uh, y- yeah, you got to buy a shit ton of bottled water because you don't drink tap water. That's also amazing about being here. Is tap water is like, 
it's mind blowing to me that you can just drink water out of the tap. Yeah, you have a pitcher. You don't even have a Brita filter in your home. It's like a Brita filter. To been, you, this is like this is the the tap water of New York is like a. It is nature's. a Brita. It's its own Brita filter yeah. for me. <laughs> I don't need it. The other thing is, but see, you just got married, but your wife's not here. Yeah, because that's one of the adjustments to being married. Is is you don't the hangover doesn't like it's harder to you get over the hangover, the adrenaline of like you just you get wake up and up, go. Well, you have to prove that you're not a mess. Like you don't want to. You, you, you want to be able to go out and drink, but you don't want to seem like a drunk anymore. Okay. Not cool anymore. Yeah. So you have to rally. <laughs> so instead of just slowing down on the drinking. Well, you could slow down on the drinking. There's two schools of thought. No, but that's here. no fun. So you just kick up the, the Sunday mornings. There's something about, especially once you get kids, because I'm telling you, nothing cures a hangover like children. I'm sure. Because they're like, you What's... have to be really, really hungover to not, to because once by nine o'clock, you've been up for like two or three hours already with these kids. Yeah. And you've been like fixing them breakfast and It's like them. being a construction worker. You just get up and you sweat it out. I mean, I've never been a construction <laughs> worker, but what I can imagine. Yes. I've never, I've never been one. The other day I met a construction worker in the elevator. <laughs> I was complaining about the cold weather and he said something about how, yeah, try being up for 30 flights up. I'm like, well, I live on the 30th floor. He's like, no, no, no. I work. He's like, if you're working outside of a building. Oh my gosh. And I was like, he just really went up to me as a man. Like, That's I'm a not colder. obviously going to be up. Even if I, I can't put anything together, but definitely not 30 floors up. But here's the thing the altitude, you probably get drunk quicker. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, my advice to you is, is to get uh, drink at altitude. Drink at altitude. Get children. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Once you is here, you'll be better at getting over your hangovers. But well, until no, then, I'm you're going to struggle. No, but that, what I'm, I'm celebrating America's. That's my first one. Oh, okay. I don't think I'm going to have them that often, oh. you know, because it's not like I haven't been drinking. I've been drinking. Well, when are I... we going to get some Baiju in here? Because once we get that. Oh, my gosh. It's our Chinese news. Why did I not do it for this episode? We should be doing. Yeah. Well, a future episode. All right. We'll get drunk on Baiju in honor of this episode. All right. All right. Should we get to Ants? Sure. Let's get to Ants, baby. All right. Ants. Here's the thing. We're getting Ikram on the podcast soon. We're going to sort out this uh, this whole if- issue with Ants. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't been around. We haven't seen him. We he's haven't been seen him. Us. He's been gone. He's ducking us. Yeah, he's ducking us. He's, uh, you know, he sent you to China, apparently, to keep his space. I know. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to get him on, and we're going to sort out. I mean, what I've heard is he, he's, he thinks we need to get funnier. That's he why said, he's not. I just saw him in the halls. Yeah. I walked in. He kind of bumped into me a little bit, and he said, get funnier. Get funnier. That's it. Yeah. He said, said, hey, bring us an update. Because I'm promising the fans a new update. I'm promising him droid. This is very much the show us your tax returns, release your emails. Of our uh, our battle with ants, right? He's saying you got to get funnier. We got to say we're saying give us an update. We're at a stalemate. Yeah, well, we're anyway. promising you updates, fans. I think one's out now. And download ants. That'll so- help us. Everybody, get ants. Get on ants. E n s e in the app store. Coming soon. There's going to be a lot of comics on ants. A lot of comics. We're getting on there. So all right, get yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to have a whole comic channel. Speaking of that, let's get to our guest. <laughs> all right, all let's right, bring him in. <laughs> Guest Misha Han, welcome to the podcast, Misha. Hi guys, what's going doing? on? Are you doing good? I'm doing doing all right. Yeah. I know Misha from um, the Lantern the Comedy Club uh, in Greenwich Village. Did you guys start working there because it's the most Asian comedy club sound comedy club sounding yes, name that it you is. guys could a find? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was, I was picturing like a red lantern, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm home. <laughs> I started working there because Craig saw me somewhere. I think I was at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, and he was like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I need a host. And then I'm like, okay. And he's like, host the six and the eight. I'm like, all right. Oh, wow. Oh, I remember that week, because I was there 
I think for your first weekend yeah, at, at the I was Lantern. completely confused. That's how you guys met? We met, like, the day before. Oh, that man is a crazy person. And then Craig was like, <laughs> he was like, hey, uh, so you're, he's like, you know, just go, he's just start throwing out names. He's like, Fumi, uh, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. He named, like, ten people, and he's like, they're here, they're here, they're here. Just go talk to them, they're upstairs. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'd been in America for, like, two weeks. Hopefully he doesn't find a new host how, while you're in China. How do I just know, like, the scene in New York? You just pick it up. He was talking about everybody, like, they were all on, like, Comedy Central or something. Wait. Like Bill Byrne, uh, you know, you Ari had Shafir. just gotten to the city yeah. and he saw you and was like, Come And he here. gave me this whole speech. He's like, Here's the thing. He's like, Here's how the clubs work. We're revolutionizing it. I'm like, I don't even know oh. how the clubs work. Right. You don't oh know what the gosh. revolution is if you don't know what the norm Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know the base level. Well, you don't know what the revolution is because you were in China for so long that they. I was they... living the revolution, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. The cultural <laughs> revolution. That was what that was riff off of. Exactly. Yeah. So you're from Hawaii? Uh, from Hawaii. Yep. Cool. And then did you start comedy in Hawaii? Uh, sort of. I, I did like two or three open mics in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, my first show ever was a train wreck. I was um, perfect. I was like 14 or 15, and oh, wow. my mom signed me up for this uh, f- fair. This, <laughs> uh, comedy fair? City fair. No, the city fair talent show for teenagers. Wow. Uh, and the fair started at 10 a.m. Outside (laughs) in a tent. Yeah, I performed like five minutes for like eight, like 14 year olds, like sitting cross legged on the ground. She signed you up to do comedy. Yep. I did two sets that day too. Wow. (laughs) Did any of those 14 year olds heckle you? Uh, No, they were very well behaved. Well, you did two sets. Uh, I did two sets. I did a back to back. Nice. One at 10 and then one on the 1 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) You did did the the one show. It's a a feistier crowd. (laughs) Hey, I had a curfew, okay? Once they get a few juice boxes in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) They get crazy. They loosened up a little bit. They did. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Oh, it was awful, but I loved it. It was absolutely one of the coolest things. And that already is like tipping me off that you're not as Asian as other Asians because <laughs> other people, no, because basically every other comic in New York has like the, oh, I do, who's Asian? They're like, I, have the com- I do comedy, but my parents hate it or like they don't want me doing comedy. Your mom signed you up to do comedy. Well, here's the thing my mom signed me up to do comedy because. I had been telling her I wanted to do comedy for like two or three years at that point. Wow. And she wanted me to fail and bomb. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so she signed me up for the most fear factory like, it's like experience when you make your kids ever. smoke lots of cigarettes. Yeah. So yeah. Like, just make drugs in the whole carton and then you're like, oh, I hate or to like, smoke. Yeah, I think I'm my not parents, ever smoke. I think my parents like signed my brother up for karate just hoping he'd get kicked or something. Yeah, that was my mom's version. That's my mom's version of signing me up for karate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Doing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> she must have been furious at that audience. All right. So then, how old are you now? I'm 23 now. Oh, wow. You're 23. But, yeah. So you've been doing comedy oh, for nine I, years. I, I, <laughs> I consider it, I, I consider I really started in 2009 when I went to college in Boston. Wow. Okay. So, where'd you yeah. go to school? Uh, Emerson College. Okay. A little art school there. Good yeah. communication. So, as a program. freshman in college, you started doing stand up? Yep. I did an open mic there the first week, and uh, I went to this uh, little bar called Tavern at the End of the World. I was 16 years old because I am that Asian. Are you a genius? Uh, no, I do comedy. I'm an idiot. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, school wise. Uh, academically, I was strong, but I knew very early on that I didn't want to do the traditional path. Where's Tavern? Uh, is that in the it's Charleston? Somerville? Oh, yeah, Somerville. Charlestown. Okay, yeah. yeah. My in-laws used to live right by that place. I used to. I didn't know they had a comedy. Night. I can't oh, picture that place. Wednesday night comedy night. That's uh, a real like Boston bar. Oh, I really? took <laughs> off my T-shirt at that bar too. <laughs> yeah, the first set. <laughs> so uh, they didn't. There's no age limit. To uh, I mean, there is now. They had no idea that I was 16. Nice. <laughs> 
I was getting drunk up and down. So you went to college at age 16? Yeah. You had, you had blown through high school? Uh, I just killed it in like two uh, years? No, I uh, had skipped half a second grade, half a third grade, ah. uh, and was really good at coloring in the lines. So they were like, okay, well, <laughs> hey, nice. this guy can go to kindergarten at four and a half instead of wow. five. Oh, yeah. Maybe gotcha. we should yeah. give him this test now. Yeah, that's true. His, his son's trying to work his yeah, way into I'm kindergarten. We're practicing. Uh, yeah, we're going to. See, I didn't know. I was like so late into comedy. I think I started when I was like 27 or something. Did you start in China? Yeah. Oh wow! Started doing it in China. Started an open mic. There was no no stand up, so we started an open mic with some friends. Were you guys that bored in China that yes. you guys were like, I guess we're gonna tell jokes to the five other? Yeah, because Americans there's no like here? TV. You're not watching like international TV or anything okay. like that. So there's no HBO. There's no anything. Yeah, know? but they're like Asian girls. Isn't that why you moved to China in yeah. the first place? Well, it, it ended up that way. My wife is Chinese. Of course she is. Yeah. <laughs> he's, really, he's really Chinese. Uh, yeah. Green carding yeah. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm there right now as we speak, actually celebrating Chinese New Year. Uh, my with dad's my there too, family. actually, probably. Your dad's there? Yeah, you should meet up with my dad. Let's do it right now. <laughs> right after the pod. He yeah. needs more friends. Yeah. <laughs> he can come over for Chinese New Year. So, uh, okay, cool. And then you moved to New York after college? Uh, yeah, so I uh, graduated in Boston 2013. I turned 20, and then I wanted to stay another year because I wanted to be 21 in Boston. You graduated college before you turned 21. Yeah. Wow. Because I I wanted to be able to legally drink in Boston. That way, I would never have any memories and go, oh, I wish I drank in Boston. Like, I drank in Boston. Big drinking I did it, and I know that it's not that great. You can, like, go back. You can take a train or something. Yeah, but, like, I I need to be there, like, the day-to-day. Yeah, it, it was a very nostalgic time for me. So this was like long term drinking, not one night. You wanted to be there day to day. Oh drinking. yeah, I wanted to be there for like four or five months and just. You wanted go. to be like a drunk yeah. in Boston. Oh my god, I was. Time. That is a good. That's a good American experience, I would say. Like yeah. I would like to do that. You know, it's fun. Yeah, I'd do some shows in Boston. Be a drunk in Boston. It's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> to each his own. Okay, so but we touched on it. So Chinese New Year is what we're celebrating right now. First of all. What how, what is your knowledge of Chinese New Year as a uh, Chinese American? Right? Well, so I I probably am not the best Chinese American <laughs> to ask because my dad was born in Ohio, okay, uh, and my mom was born in California, Great. so they both grew up with limited versions of Chinese New Year, and all my grandparents are like professors and stuff, so they're not even going to be as culturally minded. So, all that said, my knowledge of Chinese New Year is firecrackers and dragon dances and that red envelope where I get money and I had to say some Chinese phrase that unlocked the money that really? my grandparents would give to me. Yeah. Okay, so are your grandparents from China or how far back is from China? Yeah, so they're they all um, from China. Uh, my Great grandpa had uh, on my dad's side. Yeah, had like four sons. Okay, and three of them stayed in China. But he was like, ah, "If things go south, <laughs> let that me X? send one across the just in, just to make sure that we have somebody moving on the family line." Really? Yeah, hedging his bets. Because here's what's ironic: when I have kids, I'm going to do that the opposite way. Okay, I'm going to send one to China just in case Trump. You know, you never know. You have kids. You should send one to Russia then. (laughs) So my dad actually brought a woman from China over to get married in America. Like he did it. A bootlegger. You really should talk to him. He's helping you meet up. Any advice? Your dad? You mean your grandpa? No, my dad. My dad's on wife 2.0. Oh, okay. So his second wife. His second wife. Yeah. He brought in. Yeah, he imported. (laughs) (laughs) He brought in. Yeah. Like uh, a new iPhone. I wow, I should talk to him because we're having we're like having two point which is out now. So then, <laughs> your <laughs> callback. <laughs> <Make> promises. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so your your grandfather sent one of his sons to America just in case. Which shit which, went downhill. Which yeah. it kind of did. And it kind of did. Yeah. yeah. So smart. So I'm going to send Teddy, my son, to uh, England because I want him to pick up an English accent. Oh, so he can get girls and yeah. help with girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds more like a science experiment than yeah, like well, a hedging your bets that's thing. That's what parenting is. So wait, so you okay? So you got when you were a kid, you got red envelopes. Yeah, but not like really with I like I wasn't with my grandparents. You know what I mean? Like they would send them in the mail. Oh, okay. Is that something they do in China? You get in it. China, what happens is, yes, every little kid, like, you get together with your family, like, right. extended family, all the cousins and everything, and it's it's like a week. It's like almost like Hanukkah, I would say. Oh. Because um, every day you have to go, you go to a different uh, cousin or, or uncle, aunt and uncle's house for dinner, but the thing is, it's the same people every single day. Right. You know, so the move is, because it's like the same, it's a group same of, food, like... food, different meal, each plate. Different, different location, okay. same people. Did you have to do this tour? Oh, I've done yeah. it a, a number of more times. more Chinese than you with are. My oh, wife absolutely. <laughs> Little dick, too. I'm literally doing it there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm doing it there right now. Oh, uh, man. As this podcast. So what you do is, yeah, you go. You start out at, like, all together. Everyone goes out to a restaurant is how my wife's family does it. Yeah. And then the on Monday, you go to the uncle's house. On Tuesday, you go to the second cousin's house. And then Wednesday. And what we always do is we usually stick around for, like, two or three days and then we purposely planned some vacation so we can get away. Because after like day three, it's just this, it's on repeat. It's the same thing. Every same people every single day. It's actually different people. They just all look the same. Yeah. You <laughs> know that about that. Yeah. Ah. So, um, but then you give money, you give little re- uh, envelopes to the kids. Yeah. But you only give them once. You, you get an envelope? No, only for kids. But you have to give them to kids? You have to give them to kids, but no one gives them Even to kids. Even though you. you're American, you got to give them to kids? It's like a. Yeah. Oh, did you, you have to give them to kids too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, how much <gasps> do you put in these envelopes? Um, it depends. So it's weird. Depending upon your relationship, sometimes you might have to put, like, like for my my wife, her cousin is essentially like her sister. She might give the kid like I don't know a couple hundred bucks each day, each day, like a four year old. But like how many every no, day? No, no, no. You can do them once. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it depends bucks. on how how close the relationship wow. is. Maybe more than that. You know. Um, but then if it's like some tenth cousin somewhere, you might give them still like a hundred bucks or something like that. I would say. Oh my God. U.S. Yeah, U.S. Yeah, I'm doing bad about all the tipping I do in my doorman for the holiday season. Now that you're uh, no, you got to hook these kids up. Yeah, and sometimes it's weird too when you give like a three month old. Like you have to give that like a three month old money. What do, do, does it go into like a savings account or Unclear. do the parents just? I mean, keep no. It? Usually you just see like a new Gucci bag with the mom or something. No, I, <laughs> I don't know where well, it goes. It's not a real Gucci bag, so it's fine. Yeah. So what did you get when you got? So your grandparents would just kind of mail you probably like twenty or bucks or something, maybe yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. bucks Chip every couple like. years. Yeah. And would you guys go to dinner together, or your family was just like, ah, it's Chinese New Year? We would do hot pot every once in a while, Ooh, but I love hot pot. It was a pain in the ass. I really... Oh, you don't like it? (laughs) It's fine, but I'd rather... Should we explain to Kaplan? You don't know what hot pot is? Is it like a steaming pot He asked if it's a fajita. It's like a fajita thing. It's It's exactly like a fajita. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) The food's still cooking when it comes out. No, it's it's so... Basically, it's like you get uh, like a soup or broth or something, and then you have ladles and like just... Rami, and then you take chopsticks and you put it and you cook it in the broth, and then you dip it in sauce, and that's your food. Like it's a communal, it's like fondue of food, but it's like a big bowl of soup that everyone's sharing. Yeah, it's a big bowl, like a super hot soup, and then yeah, they they come out with like a tray or like a a push cart that'll have all different vegetables and all different meats on it, and then you just take them and throw them in. Right. So you got to agree to the meats with your people because you're sharing it. 
Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's true. But you're not necessarily sharing the meat, but it's all going, because you well, can it's put, all going into the pot. It's all going into the same pot. So, yeah, yeah. you can't have, like, pure vegetarians with. Not right. pure vegetarians. You're right. That would be how, an issue in America. I wonder a vegetarian, how, do how does a vegetarian deal in, like, China? I have no idea. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I people eat pig brain all the time. Oh. They'll throw pig brain in this thing, and then I don't eat pig brain, but I'm not so, like, uptight. I don't care if it's mixed with the same soup that I eat. Right. You know? That's right. very big if you turn it. Thank <laughs> <That's> you. very... <laughs> But a lot of it's people, like you're right. I think vegetarian pig brain, and I don't pig. even care. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't eat it. Right. I'm not chowing down. I think it's kosher as long as you don't eat the. Pig. What about what did you guys as a family grow up? So do you, were you culturally very Chinese or not? I mean, I have like that weird Chinese pride that my dad tried to instill on me. Like okay. Japanese people are inferior. Koreans sure. are the worst. Of but course. like shout out and shout out. I mean, it, I don't. No, what does it mean to be Chinese? I don't even understand what that is. Like, I root for Jeremy Lin. That's very Chinese. That's very right? Chinese. I bought season tickets to the Nets because wow. that's how nice. much that's I love Jeremy Lin. Okay. Uh, so that actually works, the whole Jeremy Lin. Uh, that's where they, they sign him, right, to get people to No, and he's a good point he's guard. He's fun, He's yeah. really, he's I like a solid. Well, he's no, got a cool haircut. Yeah, My Sixers beat the Nets, and uh, oh, Lynn God. missed a big three there. But Yeah, he did. That but was like six weeks ago. He now, but... just came back from playing. He's yeah, been yeah. injured for like the last probably three You missed this turn early You were in China during that. Are you thing. kidding me? I was in the heart of it. I was in Suzhou, China. Oh, right. It, but, he was on oh, TV everywhere. How was Linsanity for you guys? Here's what's interesting about Linsanity is when it first started, it was insane for like a week. It was Linsane. And then what happened... Um, they people went to the games because you know he's Taiwanese American. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. people went to the. We might get in trouble with this, but who cares? <laughs> so pe they people would go to the games and holding Taiwanese flags, and <laughs> they started showing because they would just show his games on CCTV That's in China. They were hilarious. The they were showing the American feed. Yeah. And so then all every once in a while the Taiwanese flag would pop up on TV, and this like it only happened like one or two games, and then the government flipped because they're like, wait a second, what? <laughs> we can't be showing this. <laughs> and so then I think what happened is China just they kept showing, showing his game, but they got their own feed. Okay. And so they wouldn't show those flags. That's so you know? funny. And now he's on all the Gatorade bottles. He's everywhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it went from Yao, but Yao Ming so is still bigger? like so Yao's number one a million times bigger. I think I Yao. think Lin two has well, more he's of American. A, Jimmy I think Jackson Lin has three. more of a cultural <laughs> impact than Yao did. In at America. least in America, yeah. yeah. Because I remember growing up, like I, like when was when was Yao like oh three probably oh two to yeah. like to oh, 10, to oh eight or nine yeah. or something. And none of my Asian friends ever really cared about him because really? he was like this tall. But I was gonna mutant. say like that's the thing is he's so big. That he's tall, unrelatable. He didn't speak like us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. he wasn't like a if, personality. Yeah, if there yeah. was some like six foot. Like normal height, like Jewish point guard lighting shit up. I yeah. would like lose my mind. <laughs> Jordan Farmer, but you didn't even know that. <laughs> he is Jewish. Oh, come on. Omri Caspi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Omri Caspi's exciting, but yeah. yeah. Six, eight. But yeah. So it's Sandy Koufax effect. We're, uh... But he, but Lynn was like this six foot two kid from Palo Alto. Yeah. He was my American, mom grew American, up in Palo Alto. Yeah. He went to Harvard, but yeah. he spoke like he was from Cali. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was one of those things yeah. that you, I like watched and I was like, oh, like, man. Uh, yeah, it, that could have... And so, yeah, so what you're saying is you related to the Chinese-American as opposed to the, like... No, is that yeah, right? Chi chi Chinese-American. Also, part, part here's the Chinese part of me is that uh, my dad insists that Taiwan is part of China. Sure. He's he's one of those, so yeah. that is also my view. And okay. I don't yeah, really no, no. have a strong opinion. My, let's stay that. out of that. Dad that my son called, who's really into geography and really into Asia because it's the best continent, it's the biggest. Yeah. And now he's really pro-China because he's just found out it has the most people. 
Russia? Because Russia's the biggest. And he would argue with me for like weeks that Russia was the greatest. And I showed him on the computer that China's got 1.4 billion. Well, that's, so then I said, that's why it's Taiwan? his favorite? And I go, what do you think of Taiwan? He goes, Taiwan's funny name. I like Tai too. So he's calling it Tai too. Like that's Taiwan? Like oh, the yeah. one? He's mocking Taiwan. He's killing He's pro China. Yes. Yeah, so oh, nice. Well, so, okay, great. so this is interesting. The opposite of that in, yeah. in uh, mainland China. Um, Yao's way bigger than Jeremy Lin because of that exact same reason. Because right. people can relate to Yao more because he speaks From their. Well, I guess Jeremy Lin speaks Chinese too, but he wasn't born oh, there. Oh yeah, no, he he speaks Chinese like I speak Chinese, but <laughs> probably a little better. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, he yeah he. What intends. did he do for Chinese New Year, Jeremy Lin? Does he get an envelope or? In America, I have no idea. He tweets idea. about it. He tweets and then pretends yeah. that he did something. Right, right, and right, right. so Yao's like from Shanghai, um, and he also married Shanghai. He married, married another basketball player. Yeah, he did. His so wife they're gonna have like super tall kids. Wow. Yeah, well, they only have one girl, one person, one one child. that's a daughter. He's not. A, Isn't he's he not allowed, allowed to get on the one? I'm child pretty policy? sure he'd be allowed to have more. I think he should. I mean, just for the good of basketball. Yeah. I mean, just for the good of jeans. Yeah, yeah. I know. We just need more of those. Because his wife's tall. like six eight or something. Yeah. Your whole team could be. They're gonna have a nine footer. All the. The Mings. That's kind of so, like a Stephanie Graf Andre Agassi. Would kids, it be yeah. the Yaos? It would be the Yaos. The Yaos? Yeah, because Mings yeah. is his first name. Okay. Yaos is his family Yows. name. That's why his jersey always said Yao on the back. Remember? Oh. Yeah, yeah, because it's his last name. <laughs> Look, you're more Chinese yeah. than me. Yeah. I can't <laughs> help it. All right. We should have done a test. Who's more Chinese? Yeah. I had some questions. And, uh, but anyway, so yeah, they loved, they loved Yao Ming. So Yao Ming is like, like I was describing earlier, he's literally like their Abraham Lincoln right. plus Michael Jordan. It's everything because he's in the government now and everything. Which is we he talked in about. the government? Yeah, he's like the czar of of uh, uh, environment or something like See, that. See, that's something you'd expect to happen in America right now. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, like, that's a Trump move. Yeah, yeah where yeah. you just uh, oh, you're a famous famous person. Okay, so Chinese New Year. So would you guys go out? You said you go out to hot pot or something? No, we do hot pot at like the at the, the the house. And just like the. Not like it's not like the full whole family comes together. Just like no, we never really celebrated Chinese New Year. Do like you have that. brothers and sisters? Yeah, I'm the oldest of four, so two ah. little brothers and one little sister. That's how you know I'm actually not from China. There you go. Yeah, two child now, but yeah. one for a while. And we adopted from China. Did you really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you talk about that in your twelve act, right? years younger than me. Yep. How many kids? Um, one kid from China. Cool. And, well, I I don't know because my dad uh, got the new wife pregnant. Okay. So maybe it's two. You know what I mean? Because like that. Wait, how's it? That oh, woman's that from child China. Is half. Well, half Chinese from China, that half woman. Chinese American. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Source material. And where's his? Where's your dad's wife from in China? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Some Qingchong <laughs> province. <laughs> so, have you been? Do you guys go back? I've been once or twice. So twice actually, and then once to Taiwan with an ex. Um, okay. And. Uh, like tenth grade, I went on like a school trip. And how'd you like it? <sighs> you didn't like Taiwan. Let's just get I out there. <laughs> Garbage. There's a reason why she's an ex. Um, <laughs> her family hated me. Actually, yeah, it felt too. like it. Uh, but I, I think it's okay. I don't yeah. understand the hype. But I also don't speak the language enough to sure. get it. Yeah. Like I, I've spent like a week there, but I don't think that's long enough to get a real feel for anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's annoying? Is people will go there for a week and then like come home and like write a book about it. Oh, that's and such then they're like, shit. I've seen that. This guy's like all of a sudden, I forget what the book's called, but he's like some authority on China. And so someone gave me the book for Christmas a couple years ago. I read like the foreword. Yeah. And the guy was like, So I went to China for 10 days. And oh. then he wrote a book. And I'm like, What the? F- what are you talking about? One book that I really liked uh, 
about that was actually Eddie Huang's new book, Double Cup of Love. Oh. Because he, he was there for like three or four months just like oh, cool. being in China, yeah. cooking, like being with the people. Like, I mean, obviously not all the people. Like, that and show, it was just a spectrum. Uh, fresh Off the of Boat it. is, I know he doesn't have much to do with the show anymore. Yeah. But um, I love it. I love it too. I hate I that I love it time. because it feels a little bit like rooting for Jeremy Lin, where I'm like, feels like you're. I look to like love I'm it. supposed to love it. Yeah, but I love it too, though. I mean, it's whatever. really good. It's good. Yeah, it's a good show. Speaking of Jeremy Lin, I've looked this up. You're right. Jordan Farmer's Jewish. I told you. I'm gonna become a Kings fan. <laughs> Holy crap! I know more I'm about so Judaism sorry. and Jeremy Casper on the Kings still. Yeah, he is. Oh, you have two Jewish players. I think we cut Farmer. Oh, you cut. Are you a Kings fan? Of course, I'm from Sacramento. What an anti-Semitic organization. Farmer. No, we still have. I love Farmer. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't believe it. It's so speaking of which, what do you do on uh, Christmas? W- what's a good place for Chinese food? Do you have recommendations for me? No, oh, yeah. I I cook at home. Uh, I make steak. That's my. I'm still. Kaplanese, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a Chinese restaurant for n- Christmas 2017. Oh yeah, next year. <laughs> this year. <laughs> this year. <laughs> what about in Hawaii when you were growing up? Yeah. Was there a lot? Because there's a lot. Of, was there like Chinese people or mostly Japanese? Um, there are a lot of Chinese, a lot of Japanese, more Japanese than Chinese people. A yeah. lot of Vietnamese, a lot of Koreans. Um, I can't believe the Japanese are living in Hawaii. <laughs> Tell you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> just listening to the Pearl Harbor. Now after Pearl Harbor, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable to me. It took a long time, but they my, finally got yeah, it. My grandfather wouldn't like that one bit. Go on. Um, do you? Uh, relate as and because in America people talk a lot about like Asians like the Asian community yeah. right but right. then actually it's like it's such, right? such a small all. well when you live out there it's like not really an Asian it's like a Koreans have their own thing and the Japanese but in America so in America I feel like in Hawaii I grew up with just an Asian community yeah we didn't really differentiate on Japanese Korean yeah. Chinese type of stuff I feel like in LA there's a little bit of separation between Chinese and Koreans and Japanese people. In Boston, there's so few of us that we just all bond together. Sure. Hmm. So depending on how many Asians there are to create subcultures of Asians. Totally makes sense. Um, so, yeah, it's it's like you can't really generalize, I believe, yeah. in that sense. So it depends on how many there are. That's so funny. That's exactly the same. We talked about this on a pod in China. It was oh, the I same bet. way. Yeah. With Americans. When I first moved there in 2004 in this town I was living in, Anyone who just, was white, no, just foreign. regional rivalries oh. like for so it would be like me and Asian Americans, white people, black people, like Europeans, Australians, yeah, from yeah. anywhere else, Mexican. You just hung out together because you're like, we all speak English, okay. Right? But then the bigger the community gets, or if you go into Shanghai where there's like 200,000 expats, yeah, yeah. it splits up. That was crazy to me. Even I'd go into Shanghai and they'd be like, oh, that's a bar where like Asian Americans hang out. I'm like, it's that like specific? That's so funny. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Americans hang out here, the British here, the Asian Americans here, but it's the exact same phenomenon. Yeah. So it depends on, all right. Because you, you need me. enough friends think... to be able to hate other people. True. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta... can't do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Chinese, happy Chinese. Should we get to the news? It's a happy Chinese New Year. How do you say that? Uh, well, it depends on where you are. Well, how do you say it in Chinese? Oh, yeah, where you are? Gongxi Fatai is in China. Gongxi Fatai. I think Gonghei Fat Choi is in Hong. That's uh, in Hong Kong. That's Cantonese, right? Yeah. And then Lashana Tova oh, is sh- in Taiwan. She ne- no. What is Lashana Tova? No, it's that's oh Shinin in- Kwai La is Happy New Year specifically. All right. I knew that. Yeah, Gongxi Fatai is like I hope you make like a fortune this year. Wait, oh, so I really wanted to learn about Chinese New Year. Do you got anything oh. like the history about it? Yeah, weren't you, you have to be any teaching? 
Do you want me to teach? Yeah, teach me about Chinese New Year. I just think this is a funny Chinese bit. New Year? I don't know. There's probably a monkey involved. There's you know, a dragon. Somewhere there's a dragon. There's a monkey. There's no duck. I learned. You, here's what they don't have in China. You never see like like in in Chinatown in San Francisco. There's always like the dragon walking down the street. You know. Yep, dragon dancing. I don't. Yeah, I never really saw that. Was that not in China? It's never a parade. If okay. it is, it might be like one show. You know, yeah. I'm probably wrong, and my wife's probably gonna yell at me about this. But Did it's not listen? like a big parade. Oh, yeah, she listens. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a question. Because, yeah. like, I feel like I was supposed to have been told, like, myths about, like, Chinese legends and stuff, I guess, as a kid growing up. Yeah. Were there, like, white people legends? Like, I don't even know how that I mean, qu- Humpty Dumpty set on a wall. That's what you're asking. Is that? I don't know. Different? What were the Chinese ones? What are you talking about? Well, it's just... I. Oh, you didn't learn them? Yeah, I didn't learn them, so I'm just oh, curious. Tables. But I also didn't get How the you... white versions either because... I know in China there's like a monkey king, right? But I don't, yeah. I'm not clear on what he did. Um, <laughs> we don't know. You're a moron. The monkey king? Yeah, they always celebrate the monkey king in, for some reason. But I don't, I don't know. This is, <laughs> this not... is a really educated... <laughs> All right. There's a monkey king, people. Look it up. Google it. You're a moron. Yeah. <laughs> Figure I, it out. No, own. Google's blocked. You got to buy do it. Buy do it. Buy do. Yeah. Buy you the shots or the buy Joe. I can't believe we didn't get buy Joe. We'll Baijiu. do one on the next episode. Oh man, without me. I feel like I know as much. Yeah. About some of these issues. Before we get to the news, uh, what do you want? Anything to plug? You have a website, Twitter. I don't uh, know. Follow Where? me on Twitter, Mike Not Really, and my Instagram, Mike N R. Wait, why Mike? Uh. I mean, this is a weird. When I was uh, in high school and I was creating Twitter, my Twitter account, I didn't want to have to explain <laughs> to people how to spell Misha. Okay. So I was like, ah, oh, my name's like Mike, but not really. Oh. Wow. Wait, people couldn't I'll go with say Mike Misha? Really as Mike. Well, because I would have to be like Misha, M-I-S-H-A, because Misha Barton had the C in her name. Oh, right. wow. And then Misha Barton was relevant. Then. Weird fact, at the Lantern... <laughs> I don't think I've had a single night where my name's been spelled correctly on the lineup sheet. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I guess I used to know, I know a guy named Misha, so for me it was easy. I see like M-I-I-S-H-A, M-E-E-S-H-A. Like it's amazing how many different ways you can misspell my name. So I just go by Mike Not Really because that's. There you go. It's like Mike but Mike Not, not really. really. Yeah. All right, let's get to the news. Dr. Dog, killing it. Here we go. First, we're doing, in honor of Chinese New Year, we're doing all Chinese news stories this week. So, first story, after half a year of marriage, a woman, this is from China Smack, the website. China Smack. <laughs> after, I, one of my, I go there every it's morning. It's a good site. It's I go to the Times, I go to Facebook, the Twitter, and then I go to China Smack. China Smack, directly. After half Sounds a year, like a wrestling website. Yeah. <laughs> After half a year of marriage, a woman wants to sue her husband to force him to carry out his marital duties of having sex with her. I was going to stop you and say, what, marital, that's your marital duties? Well, that's it. I, I, that's one of them, right? It is a duty? To have sex with your wife. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't aware. <laughs> You're looking for a lawsuit, too. Um, so It's this, a husband's job, not a wife's job. Okay. The wife says she I'm takes, the husband, the husband takes very good care of her, like but is not willing to cohabitate. Co- he takes good care of her. Yeah. Um, is it possible to have the court force 
uh, her, him to have essentially have sex with me, Miss Lou said, asking a lawyer. And she asked a lawyer from the Morning Post online. She's a lawyer who works for right. the uh, newspaper. I think she's trying to publicly shame um, her husband here, but I don't know. I guess that I'm reading the wrong story. That's why I'm having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kevin, what are you reading? About? I was very confused. I was reading the wrong story. <laughs> it was also from China Smack. But uh, yeah, apparently she tried to. Uh, he was really drunk, and they spent the night alone. And then the he first moved, night he, he got drunk, the bedding into another room, and they slept separately for the rest for the last last. Which six is months. maybe he just watched an episode of I Love Lucy or something. I and will that, say so that's what couples do. Well, you I mean, sleep in separate beds. No. Yeah, I mean TV does come out later there, so maybe they're just getting I Love Lucy from the fifties. I love Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I can't say that. God, I'm gonna go die. Uh, that's the worst joke so, you could make, Misha. Um, <laughs> Misha is Asian, by the way. Yes, I can't tell by his he voice. He sounds white though, yeah. so he's killing it. Um, so Here's maybe he's just so, gay. This is what I found was interesting in America. Well, that could be, but then it's not an option in China. They don't consider that an option. I, I don't know if it's like I think. Well, it's is illegal. she rich? Does it say if she's? Because they said they asked if he has any physical problems. He denies it, but he's also unwilling to go to the hospital for a checkup. Like, what's the checkup? <laughs> like, can you get hard? They have a nurse come in and they like. He probably has a disease, and, and he doesn't want her to know. Right. He's if like, you, oh, babe, I don't want to give you a venereal disease. Right. Well, they didn't we could, turn her maybe on. Maybe we could All talk right. to Blue Shirt, our lawyer, about what this woman can do. This is a pseudonym for uh, Miss Lou. Once, but, um, we'll go find well, her. Well, Lou is Chinese for road. What? Says, Lou is Chinese for road. It is. I wonder if it's like Miss Road. This feels like a fake story. I'm they have be a honest. lawyer's take in the story who says that the only way they can solve a problem is by communicating with their husband to find the root of the problem so they can fix it in the proper way. The and root of the problem? Is that yeah. A, uh, yeah. a little pun? That's what yeah. Australian people say. Ah, give her a root, mate. Yeah. Maybe she just needs to lose some weight. That's it. I mean, she can say <laughs> that. I don't know. Oh, definitely. <laughs> just looking for angles. Here. Do you think she's an overweight Chinese chick? I There's not, not a lot of them, huh? Not a lot of, yeah. Well, you're just, now you're being racist. No, it can't be if it's positive. Well, now you're being Sorry. Oh, yeah. Fats. I mean, yeah. fats great, too. Yeah. <laughs> love fat chicks. Yeah. We've been Whatever. told her fat chicks are people, too. Fat oh, boy. Chicks. Turner definitely loves fat chicks. If there's one thing I found in America, it's how much Turner loves fat chicks, yeah. Turner's wife. It is the most amazing thing. Uh, <laughs> next story. <laughs> All of this is going to be deleted. Okay. This is my favorite I'm story. I'm going to that right now so you can't delete it. This is a few-part story, so you guys have to pay attention. Kaplan, get the right paper out. Right, so you can follow along. Okay, so here's what happened. It's a few parts. Step one. Part one. Part one. Taking notes. Um, the Shenzhen Ministry. Shenzhen's a, a city in China. The Shenzhen Ministry of Public Security was called out by the um, the Southern Metropolis Daily, which sounds like a fake newspaper, <laughs> but uh, from S Superman. But it's actually a newspaper. So they called out the Shenzhen Ministry of Public Security for eating a giant salamander. Apparently. They the this newspaper sent like reporters to the restaurant and found these guys eating a giant salamander. I'm not sure what's wrong. As Wait, opposed is that to not allowed in China? Because I thought you could eat anything. I thought you could eat anything too. Maybe it's just disgusting. It sounds like they're mad that they didn't eat a weirder animal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. they're like not crazy enough. Yeah. I ate bees one time in China. Does salamander taste like, like chicken? I've no and I what do bees taste like? A follow-up question. Bees taste like popcorn because it was fried bees in like a popcorn uh kind of like basket. Yeah. Oh, wow. So That's... you just popped them in like popcorn, and you went to town. Did you right? eat any of the cockroaches while you were there? I did. Um, did I eat a cockroach? Yeah, I did. It was disgusting. What about centipedes? No, but I ate, I ate something that lived under a rock near a river, 
And um, what you know what you realize after a while? It's called a dock. People are like, oh, this is a local <laughs> delicacy. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, you guys just don't have a lot of money. Or they like lying mean, to white people. I'm not saying everyone. I really think they're I'm just saying, like, right. like, hey, look what we can make this stupid white person eat. Well, the, the smaller the village you go to, the more yeah. like obscure the food is because okay. you just eat what's in your area. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's no, yeah, there's no like massive elegant restaurants or something. And so you're did not I, importing food. Did I discuss the ice cream truck situation with the in, in America? Is that on a podcast? I don't think so. All right. Well, this is a white people thing. You can edit it out if you have, but. This summer, in a, uh, I was walking down the street, and there was free ice cream. Yeah. And it said free ice cream, and yeah, I have kids. Anyone who likes free ice cream is a line. It's Van Louisen ice cream. How do you pronounce it? That place in Brooklyn? I don't know. You get to the front of the line, and it's free. There's a catch. To promote sustainable eating, you had to have the ice cream with grasshoppers or uh, crickets on it, on your ice cream. Okay. So oh, man. I freaked out because my kids wanted the ice cream. So what'd you do? I was like, you can't. I'm not. They're not going to eat crickets. Well, you just said no? And, and the person's like, it's good for the environment, and it's good for the developing world to... That doesn't seem true. I don't think it's good for them just to was, eat crickets. <laughs> well, it's high protein. It's protein rich. No, I'm saying it's not good for a whole other country that your kid's eating a cricket. How does that help, like, Right, and of course, America's never going to reach that point. We have way too many cows, for instance. But anyway, yeah, yeah so... I argued with them. They gave the, they, the we came to a compromise where they would give the kids free ice cream without the crickets, but they wouldn't give me one. Oh my god! So gosh. they gave us two. I th- so and I just thought that was an amazing like. I think that was the good. Move, that was like by the most Brooklyn thing ever. It is to have this fancy ice cream. Totally. With grasshoppers on. But it, it is the, the, the whitest cream, thing to argue about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And just All not levels. buy. <laughs> The ice cream. <laughs> you had that as an option. You know that, right? You could have bought yeah, ice cream. You, I could have got somewhere else. Right. You could have just been pay. like, yeah, I will pay for this ice cream. Oh, no, I don't know if that was an option. I think this was like a promotion they were doing. Or you but could you have gone somewhere else. Sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> there were the kids across the street who were selling like ices. Like, they were like running them out of business. They were like, no, we got free ice cream here. But Okay. So, yeah, go on. All right, so here's where the story gets way better. Okay. So, part, so they, they, this um, newspaper gets mad at these guys for um, eating a salamander. So what happens is the public ministry of were Komodo secu- dragons all done. <laughs> well, it gets, so the public ministry of security uh, retaliates by taking all of the cameras from the, the the newspaper and beating everybody up, beating up all the journalists. Oh, nice! That's so, a classic move. That's a good move. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I know I mean, Trump respects that. Snitches Trump's, get stitches, man. Yeah, I know. I hope Trump just starts <laughs> Even beating up CNN and <laughs> Fox News. And, <laughs> forget tweeting at them. Yeah, forget uh, tweeting. Yeah, the words S- skip the middleman. Get to the sticks. Oh, you know Trump wants to punch Rachel Maddow so badly. I'm just, I mean, I know. So, but this might be our future. So then, step three <laughs> is just finding out that I got that from a fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no. Okay, so step three. This is my favorite part of the whole story. Whole other city, the Wuhan Public Security Bureau. The Wuhan. So these are other government officials. They were following this story to taunt the media, to mm-hmm. taunt the local the, the newspaper. They took pictures of themselves eating um, sweet potatoes and boxed meals, so like a very average meal, uh-huh. you know? And they took pictures of it and said, uh, they put it online, they said, come quick, Southern Metrop- Metropolis Daily, we're about to dine. Definitely we're using public funds, guaranteed to be wild. You're going to miss a great party. Come investigate us. So basically, I think in the end, the newspaper, the moral of the story is, yeah, if you're a newspaper, don't, don't investigate. Because you're just going to get made fun of and you're going to get beat up by the police. Well, that's Wait, not I don't a good understand how that was making fun of them. Because uh, it was like taunting us, like, ooh, like, look at us. Uh, you're so, you, like, you're the new police, so 
Like, come after us. We're not doing anything wrong. It's basically what they're saying. But what was the scandal exactly? I don't even understand. The story. They, I guess they shouldn't have been <laughs> eating, eating a salamander. salamander. Right. Because they're sacred? Is it like a. Well, we no, don't Because it was part. being used in the new Harry Potter movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For some we're reason. Have to, we're going to have to get a follow up story to this. We're going to find out more information. We'll, we'll Google what. It, uh, we'll Baidu. What is a salamander? Why is a salamander sacred in China? Right. Why can't you eat, eat, eat a salamander? And we'll talk to our lawyer about what. To do in case we decide to eat salamanders on the air. You're a moron. <laughs> we'll do that with the Baijo next week. We're gonna add that to the mix. You, in part of the debate, it's like truth or dare. You can, if you don't have, you can pass the debate question. Eat a salamander. Yeah, this is becoming or like a a fear factor or something. <laughs> 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 We're just yeah. Bathe in spiders. This is what people want. Someone called Joe Rogan. Yes. Exactly. All right, last story. Last story. Let's do one more story and then we'll get out of here. Let's this get is it done. We're gonna end on a happy. I guess this is a happy this story. Is happy. I mean, it's just like kind of cool. Yeah. So happy story for happy Chinese New Year. China, Thailand railway is back on track. And I think that's a pun. This is like track. a Second Avenue subway of uh, Asia. The way What's they, that? Is this the Second Avenue subway of Asia? The way they make it seem like back on track. Like it's like. What's going on with the Second Avenue subway? Oh, they've been trying to build it for 50 years. Oh, okay. Years or, yeah. So basically, a good regional joke. Yes. Yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't even get it. Very local material. Very local. Sorry. Hey, guys, I have some bodega humor, too, for this <laughs> podcast. I'm going to do that next. Yeah, we are filming here Bodega Cat? Come on, guys. It's, they're hilarious. Exactly. So basically, they're building, they, they already have a high-speed railway in China that goes like bullet trains all throughout the country. I know we tried to do it in California at some point. Uh, I think um, but people have cars in California. So Schwarzenegger really, tried to do it. Right. No, the reason why you can't do it is because all that land between San Francisco right. and LA is pub is privately owned, and you it's had also to get pointless in California. People I don't love know. to drive. They don't want to do anything other than drive. No, that would be so. They try good to promote the subway like a, in LA, and, and nobody. No, it wasn't it. a subway. It was a high speed rail. Oh, if you could get a oh, high speed rail oh, okay. from SF a, to LA in two hours. Oh, two hours. Oh, oh my God. Trump tried to do. I mean, sorry, Schwarzenegger. Uh, oh, two hours. You didn't tell me that. He part. tried to do it, but the problem was you had every farmer who owned the land along uh, the way. You had to get them like there was like lawsuit, 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 lawsuit. All over the place. So we couldn't do it. The upside of China is that the government owns the land, so right. it's like the farmer like, wait, me, me. They're like, nah, screw you. Yeah. Like we're building straight through everything. But hey, it works. You know. So how long is it going to take to get from Bangkok to uh, <laughs> Shanghai now? What are we? I don't know. Come but on. hey, it works. That's just your. <laughs> It's a great summary. You know, they, those rights, they lost their rights to the land, but... but it works. No, but then He's everybody... a real authoritarian. Now, now I can go to Bangkok to find a nice little Asian boy <laughs> in much less time. So right. for Turner... It's or a girl. Sparks, or girl. The lady boys <laughs> of Bangkok. I'll be a genderist. <laughs> yeah, it's good for business. What I'm saying is I've ridden, this, I've ridden the bullet trains and they're fantastic. Oh, have you been looking what? for other <laughs> little kids? Other trains? The hope is to extend to Kuala Lumpur and Singapore as part of China's One Belt, One Road. One you know, Belt, One Road? You know, I got trapped in Thailand once. I was there for a honeymoon and we, um, the government... Is that what they call it now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a protesters and they shut down the airport, so we were trapped. There was no way out of the country. I did not... If we had a rail, it'd be great. Because then I can go to China. This yeah, is the worst escape on. from Bangkok story yeah, I've ever heard. Yeah, but this would be exciting. I mean, next time... <laughs> Snakes on a train. Snakes on a train. Salamanders <laughs> on a train, baby. <laughs> the, the people who Chow protest down. in Bangkok, they have the government by the balls because they only have one airport that leaves the country. Exactly. They shut that thing down and they're useless. So, And if they tried to shut down a Chinese you railway, a high speed you can be China. sure that the Shenzhen public security, if they're going to beat up the uh, journalists, what are they going to do? In a second. Pussy ass. Those little protesters. Taiwan protesters. Thailand. 
Thailand, uh, whatever protests. They're gonna destroy him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. Congratulations. And I've been trying to figure out this whole news segment. Wanted me for dinner, and now I'm getting some Thai food. There you, you go. You've inspired me. Fantastic. I'm all right, that's all. <laughs> we have nothing left, guys. We have. I am out. spent. Happy yeah. Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese. Gong Shi Fat Sai. Gong Shi Fat Sai. Well, that's all. That's, that's all. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the other one. I'm exhausted. Misha Hunt, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks, guys. That's all right. very much. Mike, not ready. We'll right. see you. Not, not really. really. Mike, not really. <laughs> Mike, not really. Not ready. That sounds. I'm dizzy. I'm. Mike, not really. Mike, really I'm, is I'm Kaplan's. changing it to Mike, really. Yeah, we're going to work on that Twitter handle. <laughs> All right, Cap, what should we do? I'm getting lost. I'm Get lost. It's Chinese New Year. Come a little closer and sit right here. I'd like to tell you all about Chinese New Year. Begins each year when the moon is new Please listen close, I have a lot to tell you First the whole house we need to clean Put up decorations so they can be seen Buy some presents and buy some new clothes Paint the door red so that everybody knows Chinese New Year On New Year's Eve We are with our family We talk and play games Or we might watch TV Through the whole night We keep the lights on The fireworks at midnight Fill the sky with song At morning our parents We politely greet They give us each money In red paper wrapped meat we visit with our neighbors, we visit with our friends Any grudges that we had will now come to an end With wishes of happiness Happiness Longevity Longevity Good marriages Good marriages And prosperity for 15 days everyone celebrates We hang up lanterns in the windows on the gates We eat yummy dumplings made of flour and rice They are boiled in water and they taste very nice So that is the end of our Chinese New Year Thank you all for listening and sitting right here Wishing you prosperity and happiness to all Please stay and enjoy our Lantern Festival Lanterns aglow, everywhere you go Lanterns aglow, everywhere you go Lanterns aglow, everywhere you go This is the end of our Chinese New Year Gang he bak choy!